Hi, my loves, icebreaker time. Would you rather work a nine to five job that pays well, but you absolutely hate knowing you could never pursue your passions? Or quit your job to pursue what you're truly passionate about, not knowing if you'll succeed or not? On the show, Take It From, the podcast for you and me with your host, M. These are just the tip of the iceberg questions that help us get to know the co-host for that episode, while allowing a safe environment for them to talk about things that don't always make us live, laugh, love. Along the way, we'll break out the liquid courage and get deep while having our fair share of laughs throughout the process. Now sit back and enjoy the segment, and don't be surprised by who or what kind of advice you'll take from today. my loves welcome or welcome back to take it from the podcast for you and me with your host M. we've got a very surprise uh, guest here um louise he is going to be joining us talking about open relationships now um i think this is going to be a great topic to talk about especially since there will be an episode airing about um adam levine cheating and all this other stuff so i it's awesome to hear like the side that's actually okay um, <laughs> to be able to do these things with. Um, so let's go ahead and hear a little bit about Louise and then um, we'll go into the icebreaker and then the rest of the episode. So tell us about yourself. Yeah, um, so I'm Louise. Um, yeah, I'm here because I'm currently in an open relationship. Um, my girlfriend's name is Liz. We've been so we've technically not been back together for that long, but we've basically been together for like eight years now. Um, we dated. Or... We did, sorry? It's complicated or? <laughs> it was. It was for sure. But it, it recently became uncomplicated, which is um, which is really nice. Uh, but, you know, basically we dated. Um, she was really like my first girlfriend. And I was her first boyfriend. Um, and then we dated for like four years broke up stayed friends the whole time and uh now we're back together so um it's really nice it's it's been going really really well i love that so um why did you guys break up the first time well you know so we started dating yeah, when we sure. were, yeah <laughs> I i'm open book that's why i'm here <laughs> uh so uh you know we started dating when we were like i was like 17 she was 16. Mm-hmm. i'm 24 now and um we broke up I want to say I was 21 or 22 somewhere in that range right. and you know we were still really young you know we were right. both very inexperienced we hadn't really like been in we hadn't really been independent as adults you know we kind of started dating as kids really mm-hmm. um so I think we needed that independence from each other um yeah even though we were really that independent <laughs> I know you guys probably still kept in touch and hung out and stuff. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, she's pretty much been my best friend since we started dating. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, I, should we tell them like how we met? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's perfectly fine. We we met on Hinge. I want to say. Yes. Are you trying to figure out which site? <laughs> well, I I don't use them much, but it's like. It's I've, honestly I've been so here. long too. We, I feel like we exchanged numbers probably like a week or so after, and then it's been like a month since. Yeah, then. yeah, so. it's been it's been a bit, yeah. Um, so that, that's definitely interesting because um, 
you know, it's so recent, but it, okay. I, I'm, I'm glad that like whenever we like discussed it, when I told you about my open relationship, you were like so okay. chill about that. And, um, yeah, no, absolutely. I think um, at the time, and of course, you know, at least for me, the reason why I was so distant when we started talking was because I was going through my own situation um, and I was getting out of that and um, officially done and over with, thank God. It was exhausting. Um, but <laughs> thank you, thank you. We need support. <laughs> um, and so when you had texted me, I thought it was so funny because it was during Mercury retrograde. <laughs> so <it's> like <laughs> perfect timing. Um, yeah. But I understood. I mean, at the end of the day, like everyone... Um, has a different outlook when it comes to like relationships. And I'm not one to judge when it comes to that. Cause I mean, I'm a monogamous person, but look where that's gotten me. So I'm, I mean, who knows, you know, who knows who has the rights. You know, I mean, there's plenty of, there's plenty of situations just like that and plenty of situations with open relationships that Absolutely. are like, that's a problem. I could see that <laughs> from a mile away. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, it's just all dependent on the particular situation. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. I think um, it was fine. Um, you know, hearing what you had to say. And plus, there was we hadn't really like set uh, like things in motion at that point, yeah. so there wasn't yeah. a why should I get upset with you because like we hadn't been on, like two or three dates. I mean, we hadn't been on a date. Right, right. Uh, yeah. We've never we've never even met in person. We've never. I, this is our first time. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I could be three kids in a trench coat. Like you have not uh, that yet what a trench coat because it's not right. even noticeable at this point um but yeah so that's just a little bit about um louise and i how we met and a little bit about louise um now we're gonna go on to the icebreaker so like i said pick a number between one to 70. i'm gonna be honest you, t you told me you were gonna do this and i've been thinking of that number ever since Oh gosh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why it's been bugging me, but 42 is what I'm going to go with. 42, okay. 42. Okay. Would you rather mentally or physically never age? Mentally. <laughs> okay, explain. Sure. Because um, I, I think physically the people around me are going to age, so I wouldn't want to go on living without them. And then also um, I have... I have an uncle, um, it's my uncle Bill, he's like 77 or something. He's he's ancient, but he acts like the youngest person you've ever met and he looks so happy. So that's that's why mentally. Wow, that was so profound. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, all right, so what I'm gonna do is we're gonna go on a little bit of a break. And then um, once you come back from the break, we'll get onto the topic and then um, go to the advice portion of at the very end. Awesome. All right, my loves, now is the perfect time to refill your wine glasses, restock that shikuchi board, or finally take that load of laundry out the dryer during this break. While you're doing that, we would like to take the time to show appreciation to the app Anchor for making it so easy to upload each episode to Apple and Spotify with just a couple of clicks for free. As a new podcast, it has taken immense stress off our shoulders, which allows us to do what we love most, consistently show up for you guys. Now, with that being said, Let's get back to the episode.
loves, welcome back from the break. So again, we've got Louise here um, talking about open relationships. Tell us, Roxy, <laughs> sorry. Tell us a little bit about um, the idea of open relationships, how you got into it and, you know, going into, actually, let's also hear about um, how monogamy was for you as well. So all of the above, let's hear it. Yeah, okay, let's, so let's start with monogamy, I guess, because okay. that's how I obviously started. Um, so yeah, so a little bit about like my dating history, obviously, I mentioned that like, Liz and I started dating when we were like 16, 17, around that age. Um, and we were together for a year while we were happy. And then after that, we were pretty miserable for like three years, wow. actually. Um, we, yeah, it, it, it wasn't very good. <laughs> I mean, we were like friends, but you know, it honestly, like we lived together for a while and it, it honestly just felt like we were like roommates, you know? Gotcha. Um, I think we both just wanted like a little bit more of that independence. I definitely wanted it myself. Um, and you know, it just led to a lot of issues because um, right. neither of us felt like we could like break away from it, I guess. Um, gotcha. We didn't feel like we could like speak up about that. Um, so eventually we did. It was a little bit explosive when we broke up. Um, but we started that conversation. You know, it's it's honestly it's hard to remember because it was it was kind of such a bad time for both of us that I think that we like both kind of barely remember it. Um, yeah, yeah. But not too, you know, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> I think that it was um it was a little bit of both, you know, um, because uh, truth, you know, just being honest, I'd kind of checked out of the relationship. It's not OK, but um, I wasn't a good boyfriend by any means at the time. I just I did not prioritize my relationship. I didn't really try. Um, and she she did bring up to me at times that she wanted me to try a little bit more. Um, and I just wasn't in the headspace because I felt like, you know, I wanted out of this relationship, but I didn't know how to get out of it, felt trapped. Um, so we just kind of both brought it up because she was not happy with the way that I was acting and I wasn't happy, period, you know, so a little bit of both. Like, do you feel like that had anything to do with just like your age, um, just emotional maturity? Definitely, yeah. No, um, I, I definitely think that I was not mature at all I, mm -hmm. at the time i thought i was um but i just wasn't ready to handle um a real relationship at the time um mm -hmm. because i had i had no experience in dating other than really liz and a few i mean tiny like i i went to homecoming with a girl like that kind of thing before that yeah. right so mm -hmm. um you know the maturity definitely wasn't there and I couldn't I definitely couldn't handle being with someone else and being able to reciprocate what they give to me um, and I also just didn't know what I what I liked or disliked in a partner um, mm -hmm. which is why I think that gaining that independence and that experience was super important yeah no I love that and, and I think it takes a very strong personality to be able to understand that that's the issue and you know wanting to work from that and, and be better and it's awesome that you guys were still able to maintain that friendship. What do you think did that for you to maintain that friendship throughout that time? You know, it's pretty rocky, right? Yeah. Well, so, so that's, that's the thing that's like kind of hard about it because when we were together and we were unhappy, 
Um, mm. We weren't unhappy with each other in any way besides romantically. Okay. Um, her and I have a very niche sense of humor, I think. <laughs> and we're like the only people that like, I feel like I share 100% of my humor with her. Um, so like, I, I feel like she's one of the only people that like, you know, really gets it. So we've always been like super good friends. Like that's, that's always been the case. Um, and I think that, you know, lately after like dating and really like both of us taking time to figure out like what it was that we were looking for, like what kind of person we wanted to be around, we just, you know, we came back to each other because of that. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty mature. <laughs> yeah, <it's amazing. laughs> awesome. Okay. So then um, let's like, so the, the idea, cause I know we talked about um, monogamy and then we're going to talk about open relationship, but the idea of like a polyamorous relationship ever come to mind with when you guys got back together? No, not really. Um, just because the, the reason we like, the reason we decided that an open relationship was okay um, was because while we were just friends, um, mm -hmm. we both like saw each other going on different dates and whatnot. And I, I mean, I didn't mind her. Like I, I never felt any type of way about her going on other dates, which obviously, I mean, I wasn't her boyfriend. Right. I get it obviously. Um, and I don't think for the most part, she really had any issues with seeing me go out with other people. Um, I think that like the the part that I kind of felt a little some type of way about was whenever she would kind of like get like kind of close, close with another guy. Like if it was getting to the point where I like thought, oh, I'm sorry. Like emotionally. Yeah, you know, so and and so that's kind of why I was, you know, I mean, I knew I know that it wasn't my place. There was just that natural, like, slight jealousy of like the emotional aspect, but it's never yeah. like the physical aspect has not really been an issue for us. Um, so I don't think that either of us would be cool with the other being in like a full on other relationship. But, you know, right. casual dating is no big deal. Right. And I, and I think this is the, the biggest thing I want our listeners to know the difference um, between uh, polyamory and open relationship with polyamory. Um, it's not just, and maybe, you know, you can correct me, um, but with polyamory, you are bringing someone else into the relationship, um, you know, doing relationship things, you know, dates, um, you know, sometimes living together in that situation, but with open relationships, it's, you know, strictly just physical or what are your the guidelines that you guys that's, have set together. That's understanding of it. Um, is it's, um, with open relationships. I think it's one of those things like, like every square is a rectangle, but not every rectangle is a square kind of thing. Like open relationships can be any of it, but right. to my understanding, polyamory does include like other relationships. And I don't know if it's necessarily like a, like bring it could, I, I don't know if it could be like, someone else coming into a relationship with both of you or with one of you or however it works. Um, but to answer your question about the guidelines, um, you know, again, neither of us are like super active with it. Um, mm -hmm. We haven't been dating super long and neither of us have like yet to really 
go out there and try it per se. I mean, um, we've both, I believe, like talked to people and that kind of thing, but the guidelines that we've set, it's like nobody that we like, obviously like meet from like work or um, yeah. like those kinds of things, like the people that you're going to be around consistently where like, I don't want to say like the chance of an emotional relationship forming because I trust her and I don't think that that yeah. would happen, but I just think keeping it separate, like from your everyday life is probably a little bit more healthy. Um, yeah, so we, I, I told her that I personally wouldn't meet anyone anywhere besides something like a dating app, like Hinge or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, obviously safe sex. Um, and uh, we also agreed that if there's anybody that's like, hey, I don't really like this person. I don't really like what you're, like how that's going. You know, we can speak up and say, hey, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with this okay. particular one. Um, yeah. So always like edit the rules and regulations um if yeah felt the need to yeah i think i think the big thing is just communicating about how we're feeling about it um mm -hmm. because the priority should always be our relationship right um, the the open side of the relationship is just an accessory to the actual relationship right exactly um, right. I definitely think that if we were in a point where we were like, hey, you know, things are a little rocky, like we probably would Step back. cut all that out. Good. Yeah. No, that, I mean, that makes sense. Um, have you guys ever had the conversation to where one person did not agree to a certain rule or you guys had to kind of converse between the two of you? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, when we dated the first time, we had to, like, I think it was the classic way of getting to an open relationship of being unhappy and trying to solve your problems. Right. So we like kind of talked about it then. And there was some, you know, weird stuff that happened at that time and just. And I don't want to say, cause I, I say, keep saying rule. Um, essentially it's a boundary, you know, cause it's more of like boundaries, you know, not being crossed. So like, yeah. was there like a specific boundary that, you know, someone decided, I don't want you to cross this, but they're like, well, that's not that big of a deal for me. Um, really just like whenever we were dating the first time and tried, um, I think that it was one of those, like, really, gotcha. I wanted to go have sex with other people and experience things and yada, yada, right. yada. Um, and I don't think she was ever really that comfortable with it. Um, and when she kind of talked about it, I, I, I or when, when she brought that to my attention, I feel like maybe I wasn't the most receptive at the time. Um, but again, that was, I mean, it was because it didn't start in the right place. Um, right. The intentions weren't there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, since, since we broke up and were friends for quite some time, I think that like our ability to communicate and set boundaries with one another and like work together in that sense has like really, really improved, which mm -hmm. is great because now that we're in a relationship again, it just, it's, it's a lot healthier, even if it didn't include any of these other things, it's just, it's just a lot healthier. 
That's awesome. Oh, love. I love love. Um, okay. So then when you mentioned, you know, like the first time you guys tried to do it, it was because, you know, the intentions weren't there. And because it's, it's very common when some people are unhappy within their relationship to want, because you still care about each other, that the caring is still there, the love is still there. But you want to start venturing out. So in that situation, what would you tell someone that is thinking about that? Like, would you essentially tell them to leave or do you tell them to talk? Like, what would, what would you advise someone that would be in that situation? Um, well, I would definitely tell them not to feel guilty, um, to take it easy on themselves and communicate those things with your partner. Um, because I was in a place where I felt that way. I mean, I was, you know, like 18 years old in a fairly committed relationship when I hadn't really had the experience, you know? Um, and so, you know, you can find yourself like really easily in a position where you're keeping those kinds of thoughts to yourself because you feel guilty about them. Um, and so, eventually that's going to build up inside of you and it's going to manifest in a way that's not healthy at all. Um, so definitely like take it easier on yourself and don't feel guilty about it, but make sure that the communication is there and that you're, you're voicing how you're feeling. Um, because that's, that's the only way to process those feelings in a healthy way. It's good. I like that. Surprisingly enough, there's not a lot of, um, so it's like you look at, I was looking at some stats and they say that 4% of Americans are in open relationships and then 20% of Americans have entered some kind of open relationship at some point in their lives. So whether it's like, you know, whether while they're young, while, <laughs> I don't know, shit, and the situationship gets in a relationship and then realize that you guys want to be with other people. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, I thought oh, this was a funny statistic, but 56% of Americans would leave their partner if they said they wanted an open relationship, which really? I know. Could you imagine that? Um, so women, 60% of them were more likely to leave the, the men that would 46%. And I think it goes down to like the idea of women essentially view, and I, I don't want to say all women, of course, um, but uh, most women will view uh, an emotional connection with someone as cheating versus like a physical connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if there's an open relationship being involved, I feel like that would be harder for them to not think that there's an emotional attachment there. Um, that's kind of like where, where I'm thinking, I don't know, correct me if you think that, if you think. No, I no, I think that's right. I definitely think that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, no, I, I, and honestly, I, I feel like I see it the same way. Um, <laughs> like I definitely agree that like an emotional connection is cheating. Like I feel honestly, I feel like an emotional connection is more cheating than a physical connection. <laughs> that, yeah. Like it's just, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree um, with that, um, but I don't know I, if, if that's a weird, that's weird to hear because I feel like I hear about so many people who do it. Yeah, so if, but that's if, thing, though, like, are they doing it though because it's like, it's, they feel like it's their last resort or are they doing it because it's something that they were both interested in versus someone end up cheating and now the other person is just like, well, sure. Well, yeah, I'm sure that that's definitely the case. <laughs> that you're you're right, and I'm I'm like ninety nine point nine percent certain that the vast majority of times it's 
some guy that really wants to go, you know, do other shit and he convinces. I feel like most of the time it would probably be the dude trying to convince the girl and, you know, just, I mean, a lot of guys are people. Let's not, this isn't the episode for that. (laughs) Another time. (laughs) So what do you um, tell like your family members or friends? Like how did you introduce the idea that that's what was going on between you guys or have you? Do you feel like it's none of their business? Yeah, uh, we honestly kind of approach it as like, it's not really anybody's business. Um, We've told people that like, I'm really close to, Mm -hmm. um, like my sister, for instance, um, she uh, pretty much when we hang out, it's me, Liz, my sister, we're we're always hanging out, the three of us. So um, we told her that we were dating again, and she was just asking questions about it. So I, I told her, you know, it's an open relationship. And she's kind of like, I feel like she might have like somewhat of a little stigma towards it. She's definitely a monogamous kind of person. Um, but it's funny because like, I don't know, I guess I'm being, I, I was as judgmental as she was because like I said earlier, I was like, oh, I feel like it's going to be the the guys who convinced the, yeah. <laughs> my sister was just like, did you convince her? Like, is that, oh. I'm like, no, like, <laughs> what did you do Louise? <laughs> i know i and i'm like i'm innocent i swear <laughs> right. yeah that so makes I sense never, though like wanting to keep it like within like whoever's essentially seeing you guys the most um right, and kind of yeah. letting them know yeah like i my mom absolutely loves Liz to death Aww. and she's she's been pushing for liz and i to get back together literally since we broke up um and i like just I would never in a million years tell her that kind of thing because she's super traditional Christian, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. I think might give her a heart attack. So I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's a uh, that's not for her to know. <laughs> right, and I think like just you you talking about seeing this is why I I know that I could never get into an open relationship is because. I love hearing someone talk about their significant other in that way. And I would definitely want someone to be talking about me in that way. So me, including myself in an open relationship, I'm like, I will start to get jealous. So I was like, that sounds, that sounds so nice, but you guys have your own little connection and I I'm trying to look for a connection and just. Yeah. Right. (laughs) No, no, I get that. I get that. And that, and that's the thing to me. It's like, like you were saying earlier, I don't feel like there's a right or wrong answer. Right. Um, you know, I've kind of, I've kind of learned to live my life and like my, the way I see things, the, the way that I, um, how do I say it? It's like, basically just how I try to live my life is I want to develop my own philosophies on everything, how I feel about things. I want mm-hmm. to figure out how I feel about things and live my life accordingly, because there's been so many instances where people tell me that the things that I have going on are wrong and that they're not right. Um, For instance, I used to have a friend um, who, long story short, his girlfriend was Liz's best friend. He was my best friend. It was was a whole, like everybody was new too much kind of situation. (laughs) Um, And when him and his girlfriend kind of broke things off and things went sour for them. He was very negative about my relationship with Liz. At the time, Liz and I had already broken up um, and we were just friends, quote unquote. But right. but he, he tried to convince me on multiple occasions that my relationship with Liz was very unhealthy. 
um because he's like you guys are too close you're like you guys aren't just friends she's in love with you still and yada 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 and um you know liz and i have been extremely close this whole time and i've i've always kind of wondered like in dating like is anyone gonna be okay with my relationship with liz is this gonna work is that gonna work and yada 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 and i realize um you kind of have to put things in terms of like you know life giving and life taking like my relationship with liz is one of the most life giving things on this planet for me mm -hmm. and nobody is going to convince me otherwise because when i'm with her i mean i can have the worst day possible and when i'm with her i mean everything just changes she brings my mood up and that's not to say that i can't do those things on my own but you know she helps me in that way um so it's you know the the people that tell me that that the way that i'm doing things is wrong or my relationship is wrong or the way that i dress is wrong or this is wrong that wrong those people are like hey. right mm -hmm. yeah so um i don't even remember what it was that you asked i feel like i just started like, <laughs> <laughs> just rambling on about that but no i i love it though it it makes a lot of sense you know like you keep essentially what gives you life and whatever is the the thing those words are hard whatever the things are that are life-taking you know you kind of keep them at a distance and as long as they're not like it's not unhealthy then absolutely you know like yeah, right go for that yeah no and and that's why i say it's it's i remember now what we were talking about <laughs> um you were talking about how you could never be like in, yeah, in that's in what i was like in my add came in <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> and so and so yeah and that, that's why i say there's no right or wrong because mm -hmm. i mean wrong is dishonest yes but in in if you're being honest with everyone and you're you know you're being transparent about what it is that you want and how you feel I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to what a relationship is supposed to be for a while when we were just friends before we felt like we could have that kind of romantic connection again liz and i considered just being platonic partners seriously because we've, we've always talked about how we really want the same things we want to you know buy some land and try to live a little more sustainably and grow our food and um just like we have this lifestyle that we've wanted that we can't find other people that really are really, really interested in living it the way that we do um, or want to at least. Um, and so we were like, maybe we could just like be together and casually date other people if we if like we can't like have that side of our relationship and then lo and behold, we can't have that side. So we don't have to worry right. about it. But still, <laughs> that's what I'm saying is that I know people do that kind of thing and I know yeah. they could be very happy with that. So um, I don't think there's a real answer right. to it. Right. And, and I completely understand that as well. Because I mean, there are people that are okay with being boyfriend and girlfriend for the rest of their life. They don't feel like a piece of paper really defines on like how much they love each other. And then there are people that are like, we need to get married. We got to do this, you know, got to do that. So yeah, it's interesting. Very interesting. Um, because I really felt like growing up like i was always the like attracted to like not like physically attracted just like i i liked the characters in tv shows that were like the hopeless romantic dudes i'm like i want to be like that like i want to find a wife and i want to have kids yeah. and i want to like have like a average life pretty much like a normal that changes yeah it does it changes very quickly when you start yeah. dating people and you're like 
yeah, these people aren't it. <laughs> also, it's once you start dating and you realize that there is more out there other than you know, outside of what um, Hollywood or the you know media tries to portray as like what a picture perfect life would look like you start to kind of open like broaden your horizon on what actually interests you um because you I mean True. they're not going to talk about open relationships um in these hallmark movies they're not going to talk about like that doesn't sell i wish they would i wish they would <laughs> right but no one's gonna like look the at that busy city girl comes to the rural town and maybe she gets two boyfriends she doesn't <laughs> the more the merrier <laughs> right <laughs> yeah Maybe yeah, should, no. they're like um, oh, what is it called? Um, where you can put like a little note to Hallmark, a little feedback cue or something. Uh, <laughs> she needs more boyfriends. I don't, I don't buy. Yeah, please come on. We're tired of this one, and it's always someone that's rich or that works on the farm or wherever the fuck. They're they're losing the farm, and the rich person coming from the city has the opportunity. Just to have to like a marketing major that's like yeah, perfect. Exactly. <laughs> And they have like a bake off or like something like that. Like, and she just so happens to be great at baking, but it's like a lost town of hers because she's now in the city and like uses her oven for like magazines. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's well, perfect. we just like made this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't even have to do anything. Okay. Well, um, let's go ahead and get into the advice portion of it. Um, what advice would you give to someone that is thinking about going into an open relationship? Um, and maybe like how to approach it to their significant other? Yeah, um, I would say the biggest thing is to um, really like, do some soul searching, find ways to understand where your motivations are and find ways to understand yourself better before you enter something like this. Mm -hmm. um, I, it took a long time of me like figuring out what it was that I wanted exactly before I could really present that to someone. Um, I, think that, I think that to approach it to your partner, um, you have to be really gentle. I think you have to be probably, for a lot of people who aren't like used to this idea, you have to be, able to be really reassuring and communicate with your partner to make them understand that this isn't necessarily something that you're wanting because you're not interested in them anymore or right. anything like that, that this is something that you want because of your own reasons for because of how you feel and what you want out of life. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that if you're ever with someone who even kind of is not interested, don't push it. Don't push it. Don't keep trying. Because mm -hmm. you either decide what you have to decide what's worth it, the relationship or the way that you want to live your life. Um, because the worst thing you can do is get into an open relationship where only one side is open and the other side is very much closed. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what um, I mean? I I mean like yeah. emotionally. Like if the if the other person if everyone says, Yeah, I we can do this, but one person is not really actually ever gonna try, they're just saying that to keep their partner happy. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. What do you feel like I don't know, I feel like what is something that you realized into it that you were like, Oh, this was different than what I expected it to be? Um I think that um, I, I realized this before I entered an open relationship just because of the very nature of my relationship with Liz, but the, the judgment is definitely 
definitely a thing. Um, mm -hmm. Not a lot of people are going to understand you. Yeah. We heard the statistics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it's uh, there. American yeah. motive. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so, it, yeah, the, the judgment is definitely a thing. Um, mm -hmm. Because nobody understands it really. Like, well, not nobody, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. But that's it, honestly. I mean, that that's the only thing that I've encountered mm -hmm. thus far. I mean, like I said, like, I haven't done it for super long. I'm not, right. like... A very very experienced person I just you know take it day by day um, but yeah and I think definitely like to this is I'm going back to the advice um, yeah. prior still like prioritize your partner mm. over over all this um, make sure that like the you're not getting so involved in the other parts of your life that you're forgetting that hey I have a whole other partner like if you're if you're going out and you're like wanting to have sex with everyone else but with your partner it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. there might be an issue right so let's, let's sort of rewind yeah. <laughs> okay i like that and i think that's it's very important i think in any type of relationship you should you know prioritize or have a moment to prioritize your partner just as much as prioritizing yourself and you know pulse checking every so often just to make sure that you guys are still wanting this and that um you know you still have a desire to be in an open relationship within yourself versus the other person um because and then those, last, go ahead i'm sorry all i was gonna say is those things are ever changing man like yeah just because just because you agree to be in an open relationship, even if you agree to be in an open relationship and you're the one who brought it up in the first place, doesn't mean that you're always going to want that. And if right. you change your mind, bring that up to your partner. I mean, there's there's just no other way around it. There's no, you know, you, you, you I don't feel guilty because you brought it up and now you're like, wait, I'm jealous, you know? Yeah, I got <laughs> Well, that's a good point then. Like, um, how do you, like, do you think changing your mindset as like, you know, from being jealous after realizing you're in an open relationship to like trying to figure it out versus like, maybe you just you wanting to stop altogether? Like what, what, what do you think would be the best route there? Because I mean, jealousy is something that is within yourself. The other person's not necessarily doing anything outside. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I, I, th I think I do. Um, <laughs> Sorry, ADD, let's do this. Um, okay, so like what advice would you give to someone that is starting to feel jealous and, you know, essentially it is something that they brought up, but it's not something of like, like the, their partner is doing. Like, it's just they're realizing that they're not as successful in the open relationship aspect as they want it to be. Gotcha, yeah, no. Um, I, again, I mean, I think that the big thing that I just keep saying is communication because right. the, the thing is, is it's like, it's like when you sit on a task for so long, like we talk about, you and I have talked about ADHD like a million times at this point, but it's like you sit on a task and it's a tiny, tiny little task. So small. And you sit on it for so long that it actually starts making you anxious. And now this task is horrible. It's so big. It's it's bigger than life. You could never tackle it. And then you do it and it's like fucking taking the trash out. And it's like, oh, okay, that took like, me all so over easy. five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so it's it's the same idea, you know, like 
you if you sit on those emotions if you sit on those things for so long you're just going to build up your own anxiety about it when if you cleared the air with your partner they would hopefully find a way to reassure you and you could find a way to work through those issues um so uh, yeah the 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 thing is it's like i know it's hard for people to um open up about how they're feeling um i have almost to a fault not ever been one of those types of people so i don't have a lot of advice for that kind of thing um but i i don't think that i think that if you're i'm sorry with the gemini in you yeah probably that's that's probably what it is i honestly i can't i can't shut up sometimes <laughs> i overshare to people i barely know <laughs> it's like um i just asked you for your name <laughs> yeah right right um but what was i saying um yeah it's just I, I don't have a lot of advice for um, someone who has a hard time opening up about those kinds of things, but I think that if you do have a hard time opening up that maybe branching out in your relationship will be a little bit difficult. So yeah. Yeah. So then last question, because you mentioned the judgment. How do you how would what would you what advice would you give to someone um, that is feeling judgment, you know, towards other people about their relationship um, decision? I don't know. Um, I I like to just really enjoy the uniqueness of my life. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like to feel, I, I, I just, I, I don't want to sound like I'm not like other men, you know, like that kind <laughs> of thing. But I like that um, I don't really subscribe to a lot of conventional ideas and live my life that way. I mean, there are some that I definitely do, but I don't live my life based on those things. So um, I think it's, I think it's, again, you got to focus on the life giving and life taking aspect of it. Um, because it's, how do I say this? It's not a bad thing to, to not live life the way that other people, um, right. the, the way that other people live their life. And it's also not necessarily a really, really bad thing that people don't understand the way that you live your life. And, you know, people are going to judge you. It is what it is, but they just don't understand um, and they don't have to, you know, it's your relationship. So it's, it's not really anyone else's business. So if they, if people judge you for it, or, you know, they make you have, like, if they make you second guess yourself, you know, um, you just got to trust yourself, got to trust your instinct and what feels good. Right. And I think the biggest thing as well is from what I've learned is if you would never want to live the life of the person that's giving you the judgment, then you probably shouldn't be taking like allowing that judgment to come through yeah because some people will be in a monogamous relationship and they are fucking miserable like miserable exactly. Exactly. and like you're preaching it for what um so at the end of the day if you would never want to live their life or if you would never want to take advice from them then you shouldn't even allow that judgment to seep in i really like that honestly i haven't like put that idea in my head before like or thought that way yeah. Um, but that really, I mean, it makes sense, you know, because there's so many people that like, you know, just don't like the way that I am. I, I've, I've, um, I'm very in touch with like my feminine side. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of dudes that have just not fucked with me, like pretty much my whole life. <laughs> I've, worked in, I've worked in environments where it's all women. I've worked in environments where it's all men. And I usually thrive better in the environments where it's all women. The men, they just don't like me because I'm not like them. But I look at them and they're creeps a lot of the time. So I'm like, 
I don't, I don't care if you like me, honestly. That works. <laughs> and the environment that I worked in, that they were like all men and they didn't like me. Like a lot of them were like Republican Trumpster kind of people. I mean, and sorry for any listeners that are Republican. I, I probably know like two and that's like my siblings, but you know, we love them. We can't judge them, etc. Yeah. It, well, yes. <laughs> Because I have a lot of, I have Republican people in my family for sure. Um, but there's connotations with the type of people they were. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's different. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are people that are into that kind of thing for different reasons. So mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely think that all comes down to control, but yeah. again, that is another topic at hand. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to say too much and start like right. really this can of worms, but <laughs> like you immediately get canceled by like, I know this is my big break and I'm getting canceled. <laughs> I wouldn't say big break, but okay, sure. <laughs> um, okay. So then do you have anything else to say to the listeners? No, uh, I don't. I thank you for you know, having me here. I appreciate of it. Of course. Well, thank you so much for joining um, as a co-host for this episode, open relationships. Um, I'm really, really intrigued with what some of our listeners will have to say. So I'm going to put a, a poll, but for the listeners, my loves, thank you so much again for listening to this episode. Um, again, my name is M. You have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed listening to that episode as much as we enjoyed making it. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TakeItFrom, spelled F-R-U-M, where you can leave reviews, good or bad. We want to hear from our loves. Lastly, I'd like to thank the app Anchor for allowing us to make this all happen. The Anchor app makes it so easy to upload each episode, which is then shared to Spotify and Apple with just a couple of clicks for free. Thank you again for listening to Take It From, the podcast for you and me with your host, M. We'll see you next time.